Hello there and welcome to the Wealthy Dogs Podcast. I'm super excited that you are listening in today. Today's episode is going to be fantastic as usual. And on today's episode, I'm not alone. I have an incredible guest here with me virtually, and she's going to share incredible insights with us and how to launch into our goals and just make 2024 the best year ever. I really feel like 2024 is just set to be one of the greatest years, but we have to take action and we have to implement a few things in order for us to manage manifest and do those things that God is leading us to do and to make this year fantastic. So I'm going to read a little bit about her and we're going to get started. Okay, so my guest, her name is Miss Carly Conrad and she is a wife, she's a marketer, she is an author, a speaker, a homemaker, a real estate investor, Airbnb host, a church greeter, social media manager, and many other things. I love it. She's passionate about helping others realize their vision and never give up on their Jesus-given dreams. Love it. With God speaking guidance into uh, our lives and giving us direction, she believes that anything is possible. So without any further ado, I welcome my guest, Carly Conrad. Welcome, Carly. So glad to have you here. Is there anything you'd like to say to our audience before we like launch into our conversation today? Yeah, Wealthy Daughters. I mean, it's the most incredible thing that we're able to walk in our inheritance with the Lord and who He calls us to be. And I'm just so honored to be here because my ministry is for women with a God-sized dream to empower you to start and to actually complete the vision he's given you. And so each and every one of you have a vision and are called to incredible things by the Lord. And I just cannot wait for you to realize that. So good. I absolutely love it. Yeah. So when God laid the idea of wealthy daughters in my heart, I didn't even know exactly what it meant. But over time, I began to see that it's really about relationship, growing in relation with him and discovering who he has made us to be and accessing his abundance and every area of our lives. So a big part of that is taking action and developing on what he has deposited already on the inside of us and growing in that. So I'm so excited. So your organization, the name is Goal Getter Collective, and I just love that name. And um, so tell us about Goal Getter Collective and how you just really got into that, how that became your passion to where you empower other visionaries, you know, to accomplish their goals. Absolutely. Well, it's such a vision that the Lord gave me many years ago, but it all starts with my entrepreneurial journey as a little kid. I've been an entrepreneur since I was about five years old. I believe we all can look back as a kid and see things that we love to do that the Lord continues to be a theme throughout our lives. And so I started my first business at the age of 17. And it was super exciting. I've had the same business the past 11 years, and I love it so much. But that's really where Goal Getter was born is through the journey, through the experiences. And like all my friends around me would be like, but how did you start yeah. that? Like yeah. you have, all how did you start them? Yeah. And I was able to actually get that done and actually show them how, but I was like, how do I make this an actual ministry to help mm. people on a bigger scale to get their goals done? Sure. And so because of that, started this conference in a different way called Gray Conference in mm. Nashville when I lived out there a few years ago. And it was really just getting my friends together in a room. And my husband and I would just set up a room with like all these people and just get them like ready to dream and think of what their goals are and so think of what good. their vision is and how to break that. 
actionable steps to get it done. Mm. And so that's where the conference was born, which then the last few months, the Lord put on my heart to develop it into a women's ministry called mm. Goal Getter to actually get goals, not just set our goals. Mm-hmm. And that way we're and personal goals yeah. and our God-sized dream yeah. to always improve who we are in Him, but also like personally through those goals, also to get our vision done with actionable steps that's not intimidating mm-hmm. and that is actually done because He always exceeds our expectations when we partner our faith with action. So that's where it was born. Now it's like a total women's ministry that I do in person and online. And I love it so much with resources like planners and like all the actual things you can use, but also motivational pieces and elements to help you know that you're able to get your goals done. That's so, so powerful. Yeah. One thing I've learned is that God will exceed our expectations, exceed what we think. Because our mind, we think we know everything. We think we know a lot, but God can totally exceed that. And I love that. I love how you took something that was a passion and a desire in your heart and you expanded it and you just didn't sit on it or just keep it within a small circle and you've expanded it. And I'm sure God still has even more things for you. Super exciting. So one thing that I've noticed in my community is that a lot of times I'm in community where I have young adults or I also have older ladies as well. And something sometimes they will say to me is a blessing, like, how do I know what is the vision in my heart? How do I nail down like what I should be focusing on. Like, what is my vision? You know, that's for a young person. I've also heard where some, an older person, maybe in their thirties or in their forties, and they'll say, you know what? I never paused to ask myself, what is my vision? You know, I've just kind of gone through maybe a routine in life. And now I'm wondering, like, there has to be more than this. Like, what is supposed to be my vision? So what would you say to that person that's trying to discover their vision and give language to what their vision is supposed to be? How do they discover it? Is such a good question. Yeah. Well, that's actually why my conference a few years ago was born because I forgot to mention too, like the Lord put on my heart just such a passion for those that don't think that they have been given a vision mm. and that they don't know what it is that they want to do in life. They're mm. just like, okay, I just have no idea yeah. what it is. Yeah. That's when I went it with full force, like, no, we're going to help with steps mm. the Lord has given me to actually discover that vision. Mm. And so when it comes to that, if you're in a place that you think that you don't know what your vision is yeah. or you don't think that you are worthy of receiving a vision because I am disqualifying myself from XYZ yeah. that I've done or in the past or whatever that you're yeah. using to disqualify yourself, we just command that to go now yes, in yes. the name of Jesus. Yes. You new creature right. Yeah. And so what I love with is that the Lord is the author of vision. If we read Genesis, if we look at the creation story, he created something out of absolutely nothing. Yeah. yeah. And he's the one that we are serving. So yeah. if our father, the author of vision, mm-hmm. what makes you think that your vision is hard to find? Yeah. And so I like to look what is already in your hand mm-hmm. that you, like I said, may have been amazing as a kid yeah. or that you love to do as a kid or that you'd currently do now that you're not monetizing yet, mm. that you might be like, really feel passionate about this. Yeah. And so I have five steps to get clear on I your vision. It. I actually I have a workbook yes. that we can include if you want in the show notes. It's totally free, like how to find your vision. Mm. And there's five actionable steps. And I'll walk through a few of them right now. Number one, what is it that you are naturally good at? Oh, so not yes. that you might be... Not that you might love to do, but what are you just good at? Like, yes. are you good at cooking? Are you good mm-hmm. at baking? Mm-hmm. Are you good at business? Are you good at, you know, whatever, gymnastics. Yeah. 
Secondly, I want you to think about what do you love to do? So you may not be good at it, but you love to do it. Is it cooking? Is it baking? Is it math? Is it video? I don't know. What is it that you are good at? And then what is it that you love to do? And I, my workbook walks more items that you can really start to hone in on area the Lord wants you to pursue. Mm. And this is not to say, do these things and it'll give you your vision. This is to say, heart jump, some ideas and things that are just in your heart that you don't even know are there that you love to do, that you're good at, market need for. And then you're able to take that to the Lord as a little package and Mm. say, Lord, I now pray in and ask you to show me the direction. But he's called you to greater things. He's called you to amazing things. And you're able to do what you're passionate about. And you're able to make money at what you love to do. Mm. And you can have a job while you're pursuing your passion. And then one day the Lord will show you how to make that vision an actual reality to do it full time. But let's not be intimidated by the word vision anymore. And just say, no, what is it that the Lord has called me to do? And you're able to now take some ideas and some direction and pray into that with him. That is so good. I feel like it brought back so many memories to me as well of just a time when I was much younger and I was trying to discover like what God had for me and try to find identity in life, you know, and I began to tell myself, okay, well, if I can't figure it out, then maybe I don't have one. And so literally when you said, you know, don't feel like you don't have one. God, your father is, you know, someone who creates something out of nothing, then why would he leave you hanging, basically, you know? That's so, so powerful. And so I love those five steps. And we're definitely going to link that as well and have our people connect with it. So the next question I have to that regard is, you know, how do we go about fulfilling them? So you kind of touched on it a little bit. So I think you can go into it a bit further as well to where, you know, once you have an idea of that thing that you're passionate about, what are the steps to bring in that then to reality. Yes. And so that's why I love calling it your God-sized vision, because first of all, if it's something that you do in your own strength, it's not big enough. And sure, that's a great place to start. So I'm not saying you have to dream massive today and be like, I don't have that impossible vision yet. But what's the direction that then you can take to the Lord and say, Lord, take the limits off of my vision, like mm. help me remove the limits. Mm. So that way it is a God's that it is only something he's able to make possible through you. Mm-hmm. And so once we're in that place of our God-sized vision, I love to break it down into quarterly. So the way that I like goal setting, which is why we're called goal getter over here, is because I break down a vision into bite-sized goals Good. so that you have an action plan every single day over the next 12 months to get your thing done. Yeah. And I always use 12 months blanket timeline because everyone's vision is different. Every size is different in every time frame, but 12 months is good across the board. And so when I think of a 12 month vision, I like to break it down into quarterly checkpoints so that you know exactly what you need to accomplish over the next three months, four times over by the end of the 12 month cycle. And if you did not start this program on January 1st, it doesn't matter because your new year can start today. Your new 12 month cycle can start whenever you're ready, Mm -hmm. but break it down into, into quarterly checkpoints. And then I want you to break down those quarterly checkpoints into monthly milestones. So Mm -hmm. now you should have three checkboxes to check off per month per quarter. So that way you are now laddering up your monthly focus to your quarterly goals, which is then laddering up to your overall vision. 
And after that, I love to break that down into weekly goals and then into three daily tasks. That way you are now breaking very simple into daily tasks, Mm -hmm. but that it's laddering up to bigger and bigger and bigger goals that you have listed. Mm -hmm. And the reason why this is helpful is because it's a snowball effect. It helps you with the momentum Mm -hmm. going also remove the intimidation out of goals, vision. Oh my gosh, how do I start? Well, how is it possible to think of a 12-month vision? Okay, I have to get here by 12 months from now, but I have no idea what to do today towards that. So if you break into these bite-sized steps, you're able to actually start somewhere. I mean a phone call. I mean a text message. I mean buying a URL for your website, Mm -hmm. like very simple tasks. A good example I like to use is if you're going to start a coffee shop in 12 months, that's your goal, right? Like your Mm -hmm. dream. That's what you want to do. It's possible, but you want to do that. Break that down into quarterly goals of like, okay, the first quarter, I'm going to get the marketing plan set up. Mm -hmm. The second quarter, I'm going to look for spaces, actual spaces in town. The third quarter, I'm going to now launch my space and actually look at the interior. The fourth quarter, we're in soft launch mode and we're just telling all our friends about the grand opening coming soon. Mm-hmm. Like those are ways to use a real life example to actually break down that big vision into bite-sized goals. And I always like to say 12 months because I like to get visions started, scaled and accelerated mm-hmm. so that way you can move on to the next thing that yeah. has called you to be a different thing completely or scaling the current vision that you're in. Mm-hmm. Having a system helps wrap it out to stay yeah. accountable and know exactly you have to get done to get these things done on time. Yeah, that's so good. I love the steps. And my next question to you is going to be for you to give us some practical examples. So I love how you gave us the coffee shop example. And you, I was like, oh, great, she already nailed it. I've heard the phrase that a lot of times we underestimate what we can do in a year. I don't know if you've heard something along that line that a lot of times we underestimate what we can do in a year and then overestimate what we can do in a day, something like that. What's come to my mind is that it's important to like sit down and just think through some things and not just be like, oh, it's too hard. Can't do it or whatever the case may be. But you'd be amazed what can happen if you sit down, for example, some of your templates and just walk through and ask God, God, what do you want me to do and take practical steps? So good. I will say that also really inspired by my time in corporate America. We would sit down and plan our objectives for the quarter. We would plan our key results, which were three things we had to do over the next three months to achieve that objective. Yeah. And increase revenue. It's all those things. And I was just thinking, how yeah. come we don't do this as for our beings? We do it for business and for our personal lives. Like we're human beings, not human doings. Mm. And so are you actually spending time as a human being planning out your life? Like we just are always planning other people's lives and our CEO's lives with yeah, their business yeah. that we're running, which is amazing. But even if your vision is to start a family or to get healthier or a personal vision, are you taking the time to invest in yourself because the Lord like has so much to do with your life? Mm-hmm. That is so, so powerful. So another question that came to my mind is that how would you define vision? Because you talked about not making it seem like this big thing that we're trying to accomplish or like when we talk about purpose and it's this big thing that seems so far away. How would you define it in a way that seems very close and it seems like, yes, we all have this and we can all attain this? Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard of Terry Savelle Foy. She's yes. called yes. the cheerleader of teams and I love her. Yes, so I highly heard. recommend. Yeah. 
But he always defines it as sight is where you are and vision is where you want to be. So good. And I think that's such a powerful thing for me with vision to really make it easy. It's mm. just where do you want to be? Like, God. and that's also walk by faith and sight. So it's like, even if you're in a really impossible situation right now where you're like, I literally cannot pay my bills. Mm. Where do you want to be? The vision is that. And I always that's use the good. example of cycling. Like yeah. My tangible example when I used to cycle, mm. I would be on the bike, like at a literal, it's called cycle bar where I would go. And I am so bad at cardio <laughs> in general, yeah. but I would be on this bike and they're like, hit 145 RPM yeah. on the bike. Yeah. And I would like, so, so hard, so hard. And I'm like staring at this little meter in front mm-hmm. of me and I cannot for the life of me hit that number. Wow. But I ended up like closing my eyes and I was just like focusing on seeing this number and conquering it. I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to get this. I have no idea how. And I like saw it in my spirit. It's so silly. It's like just cycling, but I truly saw it. And I opened my eyes and I like already had gotten there. I was like, oh, I already hit and exceeded. I know it's like so silly again, but this is what happens when we partner with the Lord. Like sight is where you are, vision is be. Like what is it that the Lord is showing you that is possible for you? What is he feeling to you? And are you trusting in that more than your current surroundings? We walk by faith, not by sight. And I think it's just so powerful because he literally can turn something out of nothing and he makes everything beautiful. And that's why it's a partnership with him. It's not about manifesting in your own strength. Yeah, That's a whole other message oh, yeah. that is just without this. Mm-hmm. And that's not what this is complete partnership with the creator of the universe that helps us bring our vision to pass because without him, it's impossible. Oh, so good. That was so beautiful. It just resonated with my heart so deeply. That vision is where you want to be. And that's something anyone can do. Like no matter what life looks like, it's easy to be like, man, I don't like what this is, what is going on right now. And you can easily have your mind travel to what you would like it to be. So no matter what, the circumstances feel like, look like, sound like right now, what do you want it to look like, you know? And to that regard, you know, something I've learned is that sometimes based on what's going on around us, someone could be in a space where they don't know how to envision what could be. Does that make sense? Like they don't know how to envision what their reality can look like. So what would you say to that person that is wanting to envision how things could be, but they don't know how to anymore. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I would say starting simply with categorizing different areas of life that you just have subtle desires to improve in. For mm-hmm. example, personal yeah. growth. Like, are you like, I actually want to learn more about leadership this year. Well, you can read 10 books Mm -hmm. about leadership here and then just baby steps, like then take the next step after that and like see what the Lord speaks to you in Mm -hmm. that goal. After you've broadened your view, like, hey, I learned leadership, maybe something else sparks inside of your spirit that you can Mm -hmm. then take that step with the Lord. But I would say, look at your categories of life. I call it the wheel of life Mm -hmm. because that's truly a term that people use at the holistic view of life, there's personal goals, mm-hmm. there's professional goals, yeah. there's financial goals, there's spiritual goals, there's health goals, obviously like fitness, health, like there's all these different categories 
got family, relationship, social goals, all of those things. And if you look at it and say, is there anything there that you need to work on or that you Mm. want to improve on? And you're able to start there. That's a vision. Like it's an actual framework to show you what you already have inside mm-hmm. of you. Yeah. You just may not realize it's, but if it's a whole other mindset of like, I'm not worthy of vision mm-hmm. or I'm not worthy, I deserve to have the best life ever. Mm-hmm. That is an absolute lie. Yeah. And I just wanted to encourage you if that's you, that you are capable of so much because God mm, qualifies the Absolutely. It is not called a qualified. And an entrepreneur does not mean that you have to be a business owner and that you have to be amazing at business. Right. An entrepreneur definition is the desire to take a risk to gain a reward. And if you just simply want to take a risk on something to gain a reward of something, then you are an entrepreneur and therefore you're able to start something. And all I have to say is if you just start, you'll be so blown away at how the Lord continues to light every single step in front of you, but it takes you to take the first step because he needs to work in us and through us. He can't do it without us taking action. So we have to partner with him to say, Lord, show me, reveal to me, but just guide me step by step and he will show you the entire way. So good. I absolutely love it. It's about partnership. It's about relationship with the Lord. It's not about trying to figure it out on our own. He created us and he wants to partner with us. And like you said, it's amazing what can happen when you take the first step. So I just recall when God laid the idea of wealthy daughters in my heart and I started to launch it. Fast forward, it's almost a year and I'm just like, how did I get here? There's some things I've gotten a chance to do. And I'm just like, this can only be God because I didn't, I didn't see this coming, you know? So, so it's so incredible. So incredible how God can order us. I will say to that point, I do love looking back and celebrating what the Lord has done. So good. Really big part of my teaching. So good. Before we plan anything, recall what the Lord has done, even big or small, because we live life so fast. And we don't even remember. That was an amazing phone call we just yeah. had. Or that was an amazing connect. Yeah. With me. Yeah. And I never would have remembered if I hadn't looked back. That's so celebrate true. the last year, the last month, whatever the last time was that you celebrated, That's you need to now celebrate that entire time period in between because he does amazing things in your life every single day. That's good. I love that. So the next point, and I like this because you actually mentioned someone that is like a mentor to you and that you look up to. And so something I heard in your podcast is that you talk about the importance of the people in your network and the people in your community and your circle as a visionary. And you talk about not having people that will tease your vision, that would downplay your vision. And I'm like, wow, I can't imagine having a vision, something I'm trying to work out with God and birth and someone doesn't get it or they're at least not giving me like positive support. You know, So can you talk to us about that and how we can put ourselves in community of people that will at least give us a support or help us birth that vision that's in our heart. Absolutely. Your vision is precious and it's like a seed that you're planting in the ground that you have to protect. And so there's a balance getting an accountability partner to help you actually stay accountable to this, but then also not sharing it necessarily on a massive scale to where, you know, you already feel like, okay, I shared it. So therefore I don't necessarily have to finish it because mm. I, I just got the 
dopamine hit of sharing yeah, it and getting yeah. excited <laughs> with people. Oh, I'll just do that later. Yeah. Um, or there's the side of, hey, I'm just going to, you know, tell people because I'm excited and I hope my friends are excited for me, but actually they have zero idea what I'm talking don't support me at all. Mm-hmm. So there has to be a balance between getting the mentor, getting an accountability partner that you're able to trust, mm-hmm. that you look up to, and that you really like respect their leadership style, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would say that you have like that relationship with whether it be like your spouse or mm-hmm. your parent or your brother, sister, best friend, or just an actual mentor in your life. Yeah. I highly recommend that. And then also finding a community of people that you actually can talk about these things with. Because when you're a leader, it's kind of hard sometimes to find other leaders, especially. So true. It might be weird to like, when I was growing up, I was never able to really relate to my like 17 year old friends, 18 year old friends when I was a teenager. It was like, I only want like older friends because no one Same else can here. understand what I'm saying. <laughs> So I think it's just like discernment. And again, it's all about relationship with God. So if we're talking with him, communing with him every single day, he will reveal to us the people that we can talk to about it. But I think, you know, if you have a best friend or if you have the close circle around you, like get around them and share this. And like they need to be supportive because obviously friends are. So I'm sure you already know who those people are in your life. But I would just say an accountability partner is huge. Because you also don't want too many cooks in the kitchen helping you try to get these Figure things. It out, yeah. So it just depends on the situation. But accountability partner is what I would love for you to take away from this statement and this section of the podcast episode because it is so huge to be able to do life with someone, but also maybe both of you can be each other's accountability partner yeah. to actually get those things done and use the whole framework I just talked about. Hey, did you get your weekly goal done? Did you get your monthly goal done? Just helping them on track with a roadmap would be amazing. But also sharing the vision is huge. Habakkuk 2 too says that the herald may run with it who reads it. So when people do read your vision and they see the vision, it inspires them. Yeah. So again, yeah. it's all about relationship. I cannot speak to your situation yeah. per- personally on the podcast, but the Lord will tell you when to share the vision, when not to share the vision. And who is a supportive person is in the room, but that inspires others. And so when you share it, it ignites vision, honestly, in other people because it's like, wow, I'm capable of doing that too. So it's all about relationship. Ask him, he will show you, but definitely an accountability partner is what I recommend. That's so awesome. I think you answered that so excellently. And you just narrowed it down to relationship with the Lord to where he will guide you to the right circle, to the right person. It may be someone like you've probably never met, like, Somehow I found you like in the midst of all the millions of accounts, you know, on social media, God connected me to your page. So God can lead your steps, order your steps to meet with the right person, the right group of people. And so trust God and then he will lead you to the right accountability partner, the right mentor, the right coach that would inspire you on this journey because God wants you to fulfill your purpose. God wants you to fulfill what he has created you to do in this life here on earth. I love it. I absolutely love this conversation. Okay, so the next part that we're kind of wrapping up our conversation here is that as wealthy daughters, something that God has really taught me is that this is 
deeply about relationships and then understand them that through that relationship, we have access to everything he has, that every area of our lives is supposed to be in abundance. Mm-hmm. And so I'm learning that there is principles surrounding that to bring that to reality. And so from your life to someone like you, that you're multi-influential, you have different gifts, different ways that God has taught you to express those gifts in your heart. So speak to that for us. Like we've talked briefly about entrepreneurship. So how do you convert, you know, those talents and skills to abundance and to wealth and to see that in your life as well and be a blessing to other people? Absolutely. Well, I do believe that it is all about being a blessing to other people. And it's so powerful that we're able to use our gifts and talents mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I think the practical ways to scale and build wealth in whatever category it is that you're passionate about, I would say time management Ooh, and yeah. systems. Mm. Time management and systems are huge with your business. So there's also like the whole conversation of hobby versus business. Yeah. So let's just say we figure this thing is a business, right? When it comes to building wealth, whatever it is that you have on your heart, you a beautiful listener. I would say time management, time blocking is huge. Mm-hmm. The best way we only have 24 hours in the day. Everyone has the same amount of time as mm-hmm. we hear all the time. Oh, yeah. Any sort of inspiration, anything. What are you doing with it? And so if you time block, mm-hmm. that is huge to be able to categorize your brain yeah. to get the best amount of focus in the best time of day that you function best in that part. So if it's admin, yeah. it is actual making of product, if it's actual speaking or making reels about it so you yeah. can spread the word, whatever. Time blocking. And then creating systems is huge. So do you have a system? Are you delegating where needed and mm. if necessary? Are there ways to scale to where you're able to build wealth out of this idea? And so I think it's huge because the Lord has called us to be blessings to others that we're able to have enough and extra to give away to people that want to their vision and so your vision is powerful the lord wants your vision to happen more than you do and your vision is not for you it's for others and so if you're able to master these things of time management systems and building your vision and scaling your vision Mm. you're able to remain in that passion and not doing the things in your vision that you didn't necessarily want to do like Mm. the accounting Mm -hmm. or the admin Mm -hmm. or whatever it is you do build these systems build I'm blocking, you're able to scale and grow and therefore build the wealth to where you're able to bless other people. Yeah, so, so good. I love how you always give very actionable, like bite-sized steps to attain (laughs) attain it so that was oh yeah I can do this yeah yeah okay let's do this do and I love that so in your content that you have do you have something that talks about time blocking and time management that our audience can get from you do you have anything like that yeah I don't know if I have a podcast episode released on that yet but it is if not will be so you can check out my podcast on that But yeah, if not, my Instagram, I will constantly be posting about that on there. So I don't yet, but that's why this is an exclusive episode. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. I love it because I know in my community, sometimes people want to learn about time management and it's something that's relevant to like any age group really could be a young person an older person like we're all trying to manage you know and make the most of our 24 hours so that's something that's very relevant I love it well I mean that's the end of our conversation I think 
Today was fantastic. I absolutely love this. I love when I have guest episodes because I get a chance to learn personally as well. I'm like, I'm going to ask the questions I want to know too, in addition to what I feel like my audience would also love. And so thank you so much for your time. I'm super excited because I know this will be a blessing to other people as well. Is there anything else you would like to say to our audience before we kind of close out here? Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. Blessing what you have created is incredible. And I'm so proud of you. And God is so proud of you. And every single life touched through this podcast, and especially through this episode, I'm so honored to be here to speak into your life. And you fellow listener, that this is not by mistake, not by accident And the Lord so much for your life. It is absolutely crazy and amazing. And so I just challenge you this week, this day, as you hear this, to ask the Lord to take the limits off of your mindset. Okay. And it's amazing how he will do that. We don't know how to because we're humans. Like Even if we think we are unlimiting him, there's still ways that we naturally limit him. So I just empower you today to ask the Lord to take the limits off and just have him reveal to you day by day all that you're capable of doing and all that he has in store for you because it is so much bigger than you think yeah. and he will constantly walk you through there with you every step of the way. And so you are called for incredible things and cannot wait to hear and see all about it because it's going to change the world. Awesome. Thank you so much, Carly. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. I'm so glad that somehow, some way God connected us together. Something I even saw about you recently, I think it was 2023 post or maybe early 2024. And you said that you accomplished everything you plan to do in 2023, like all your goals in 2023 that you did them. And I'm like, that is so inspirational. And I know that our listeners heard you today and they are now inspired to go after their goals. And even better, they're inspired to go closer in their relationship with Jesus. I feel like there is such a passion that comes from you and just wanting to love God and wanting to serve God and just grow as a daughter as well. And so I feel like our listeners have also heard that from your voice and from the things you didn't even say, just your your presence has really communicated that as well. So thank you for joining us today. And thank you too for listening to this conversation. I know it's going to be a blessing to you, whether you're listening live or you're listening, you know, many years to come is going to be a blessing to you. So thank you for listening. And this is your wealthy year. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.